What up, East High? Welcome back to the podcast, folks. It's a late night record. Well, late for some of us because <laughs> we have special guests tonight. But I'm going to do this correctly and say this is Wildcat <laughs> Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2 one minute at a time. And I'm Condra. I'm Tyler. And who are our guests, Condra? Andrew and Kestra are back. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We, we got them back folks we were right near the end of the last movie and right near the beginning of this movie it's like you guys it's like it's like we just stayed over yeah <laughs> stayed over for a couple months <laughs> the house guest that lasts too long <laughs> mm-hmm. no yes. not at all Condra, <laughs> i think you need to say what minute this is that we're talking about okay so this is minute 15 of High School Musical 2. Minute 15 starts out with Ryan and Sharpay singing We're Going to Relax and Renew and ends with Sharpay blowing a kiss to camera as she looks up and is surrounded by adoring minions. Wow, minions? I think I that's fair, her actually. Posse. That... Like, I, I don't it's... know. Uh, I feel like Minions is pretty apt. Taggers on, hangers on, tagalongs. <laughs> yeah. I was more of a Thin Mint guy. <laughs> are y'all tagalongs out there or are you Samoas out there? I'm Samoas. <laughs> okay. For sure Samoas. <laughs> like, Kestra's looking at me she, like she doesn't have a favorite Girl Scout cookie. Thin Mints. <laughs> I'm a Thin Mint person. She, she too, does not so. like the Samoas. She doesn't like coconut. I don't like coconut. Same um, Kestra. Yeah. It, it's got to yeah. be a shared naming, the similar naming style. We must. <laughs> it was it's, just. It's random. It's random throughout the country which ones you get. Yeah. Well, I was looking at Andrew like, I, I can't decide between those two because it's not those two at it's all. Just not. <laughs> it's just Thin Mints. That's it. <laughs> I didn't know if y'all had which ones you had out there because we're tagalongs up here in the East. We've got pretty much the full spread. Yeah. I've always been able to to find like any. Well, I mean, granted, I've also been able to find like alternative brands for it. And so mm. I'll get the like Coconut Dreams, which is like the Keebler version of Samoa's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I can get whatever I need at any given time. <laughs> yeah, those alternative brands of, of Girl Scouts really got big in the 90s, and then they kind of faded out after then. Well, I mean, I think uh, Avril Lavigne really is one of those alternative Girl Scouts that just really <laughs> paved the way for all these other alternative Girl Scouts that we have today. <laughs> I was going to say Alanis Morissette. Oh, fair. I, I think that the alternative Girl Scout look is really the Avril Lavigne Thing. Or at least early Avril Lavigne. Like, post-resurgent Avril Lavigne is less, well, uh, pretty much most of the stuff after Girlfriend was less like alternative Girl Scout. Girlfriend's still pretty alternative Girl Scout. Yeah. We have riffed so far. I'm just going to rein us back in. <laughs> I mean, we have fabulous to talk about, um, which you all requested. So I guess to start out with, why, why, why now? <laughs> I feel like fabulous for all the songs that I can remember, all the numbers that I can remember for High School Musical 2, fabulous is like the most extra because like <laughs> like bet on it is probably the most iconic and and like the internet's really latched onto it and the reflection in the water and all that sort of stuff. But fabulous is the most like oh no, we're like going all out for musical stuff. Like all the other ones like they keep it pretty well contained. Like there's one in the kitchen and there's one on the baseball field. And I'm like, oh, but this one, like, tips the scales 
out of reality into surreal musical territory. I think more than any, I think more than any of the songs in, in High School Musical 1 also. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's 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 more extra than bop to the top or mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's... I mean, nothing else puts a piano in the pool. <laughs> a pink <laughs> piano. Yeah, that that's that's the screenwriting tip, right? The piano in the pool. Yeah, it's like like are you putting a piano in the pool or not? <laughs> like you got to know in the scene before you. Write I do it. feel like I need to explain this one. There's a screenwriting tip called the Pope in the pool, wherein. If you're going to have a character explaining something to someone else, at least have one of the characters be doing something interesting. So the example is, if you're going to have a scene where someone is explaining something to the Pope, the it'd pope be interesting be. if the Pope was in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. This is all from the Save the Cat book, I believe. Oh, mm. You know, I wasn't actually familiar with this one, so I was just going like full improv on the <laughs> piano in the pool. But now that I know there's an actual reference, it's like, oh... Yeah, but who are you going to have play the piano in the pool? Oh, you're going to have her brother, who's also dancing alongside her as mm-hmm. the devil. But <laughs> I with... mean, the piano's technically in the next minute, I think. I don't think we get it. Do we have piano in this I minute? I think we do. Well, it, it appeared in the last minute. Just so... a little oh, okay. bit. We get like a little shot of it right towards the end kind of thing. It's It's yeah. very quick. And then the next minute, we really get piano in the pool. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, this, this song... Is extra, and when I f- watch High School Musical two for the first time, I was watching it live and seeing it first time, like on the premiere. On the premiere, and Fabulous was one of those songs that just just stuck with me, like for a long time. Anytime I heard someone say Fabulous, like in a certain way, it wasn't just like oh Fabulous. It was like you had to say it in a specific way. I'd be like oh yeah. Fabulous. Like, let's sing it now. We've got to sing it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a trigger song. Yeah. <laughs> Do you then have to say turkeys from May Yane? Or are, are you obligated then to say that? Yeah. Do, like, do you have to commit to all of the... Uh, Obviously. All the of pronunciations and extensions and melismas. And alliterations. Yes, of course. Absolutely. 100%. One of you guys hit upon something interesting, which was I think most of the Ryan and Sharpay songs, if not all of them from the last movie, are diegetic. They're songs that they're performing other than Stick to the Status Quo. This is the first song that we're, we've encountered them where they're not singing in real life. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. All the Ryan and Sharpay in particular, it was it was like backstage musical style. And this one's totally not backstage musical. It doesn't have any of those, right? No. Or is, like, uh, are there any well, songs yeah, that someone's like yeah, preparing yeah, no. to sing this song? Yeah, I can't really talk about it, but it is another oh. Sharpay song. Okay. In preparation for, well, actually, there's two yeah, Sharpay there... songs in this movie that um are diegetic. There's a talent. How many show songs later, does Sharpay so, yeah. get in this movie? Well, Th- does that mean she gets three songs? She has, yeah, she has three songs. Holy cow! Well, one of them is a deleted scene that because we're watching it on Disney Plus and. Any version you watch nowadays, um, even the Blu-ray that I bought from 2008, they all come with the deleted scene automatically stuck in. Ah, uh, director's cut. Yeah. The, this is this is the Snyder cut, the, the Ortega <laughs> cut. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that y'all bring up this like out there kind of like this being the out there one because I watched the dance break, like the dance preparation special on the mm-hmm. Blu-ray, and Kenny Ortega's like, yeah, this is our homage to Britney. 
this is your like music video style song. And it was very intentionally shot that way. It is so music video style. It well, is, it's like very that rather than like, it's so different from the movie itself and mm-hmm. from other songs in the movie, I think that you're like, oh, this is this this is different. Well, and it and it has like the homages to Busby Berkeley musicals with the the synchronized swimming and the yeah. like the top down with like the coordinated, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the, like the cameras angle. overhead, yeah, yeah like the kaleidoscope thing. kind of stuff. Which I think they did some of that in in Status Quo also. So I think there's like a couple small moments of it. So I guess you could say Kenny's just a hack, stealing from himself, stealing from the classics. Well. Musical directing, it's and and all directing, it's pulling on the established tropes <laughs> and doing variations on it. No, no one's truly original, right? Great artists steal, right? Well, this yeah. song is definitely like there's definitely moments like the synchronized swimming that you're like, oh, they're they're doing they're doing everything. They're they're just putting everything in there for for making it so extra and making it music video like, but also extra music video and. Like everything that Sharpay does is some of it can be classified as che- cheesy and it's it's just it's it's quite interesting, <laughs> I yeah. guess. We haven't quite even built up to like the climax stuff because we're on minute 15 here. So we're still in the we're still in the shade, the chaises. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, we have this kind the, of the, the, the chaises lounge or. Yeah. The chaise lounges. We have Ryan joining in the harmonies, which immediately improves my mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've fair. got this sort of like chair choreography with the legs lifting. And mm-hmm. that's kind of fun. The the sunglasses one, I feel like, is the weakest of all of the moves they choose to do in the chair. Yeah. Like the swimming in the chair is a little silly. But the sunglasses mm-hmm. one is just very <laughs> stilted. It, it feels yeah. unnecessary. What about Sharpay's line, you go do? I kind of hate that one. I was like, I I don't understand what that is supposed to mean. Also, I mean, so I used to be a lifeguard. When I was in high school, I was a lifeguard. And so when I watch, whenever I've seen this movie, I was like, I'm always paying attention to the lifeguard stuff. Um, (laughs) Lifeguards are not attendants. Like, they're not servers. (laughs) And so I don't understand the lifeguard coming in and, like, serving Sharpay and assisting Sharpay specifically, like and and like maybe it's a country club thing because I was not a lifeguard at a country club, but I but you can't really pull double duty as a lifeguard and be like, yes, I am watching the water to make sure nobody's drowning, and I'm also going to go help this person adjust their towel or whatever it is he's supposed to be doing for Sharpay. Well, right now Javier, we don't think is a lifeguard anymore because in the la- last week he mentioned that um he got promoted. So we don't actually know what Javier is doing now, but he's just dressed like a lifeguard. I mean, if I got but a promotion you're... as a lifeguard, I would be a lead guard, which would mean that I was just like, I had to check the the chemical levels in the pool. That's like the, the promotion that I'm familiar with as a lifeguard. Yeah, but if you're still dressed as a lifeguard, everyone should treat you still like a lifeguard and not like a, a server, <laughs> a, a poolside server. That's what I don't li- like about lifeguards. They assume just because they're in the uniform, they have this privilege about them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, he doesn't have a whistle at this point, and the whistle's the most important part of the ensemble. <laughs> it, it generally is, because like that's what you use to enforce your will upon the pool. That's how lifeguards like to think of it. We are imposing our, 
our our conditions upon the patrons. Well, we actually never got in the last minute that he was a lifeguard. He just we definitely knew he attended to Sharpay and then from the good words of Sharpay's mother, he got promoted. But we don't okay. maybe he just what wears he ever... red shorts and a white shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, like it could technically not be lifeguard uniform. Is I mean, this my shorts stolen were blue. Valor? We've we see a lifeguard later, but they are. Are dressed... they wearing red? They are wearing red later, but it is a just solid red. Oh, okay. So, well, you have different unclear. options. Like, actually, I think most commonly from lifeguarding I've seen. It's like blue shorts that say lifeguard, but then you're carrying like the red flotation device. Mm. That's the indicator for our local pools. And so it's not that the, I don't think, I mean, every pool can do with their own thing. There's not like. And this is a a country club, so they can make it Yeah, there's not like a national mandate or anything. (laughs) So you've got options. But if you're wearing like the red shorts and the shirt that has like red, like lining, I don't like around the collar and the sleeve, the, the sleeveless, the sleeve hole the armhole um like there's a red <laughs> accent and so when you've got like red shorts plus red accents it does kind of evoke lifeguard but all of my t-shirts when i was a lifeguard or sleeveless t-shirts all said lifeguard and so like you you want to have like the word present so probably he might not be then maybe he's not a lifeguard at all i like my stolen valor theory <laughs> <laughs> i but I, to go back to the line i i do hate that line i don't understand what that line is supposed to be well, she had just asked, do. she'd asked for ice in the last, like, her last request of them was she, her drink needed more ice, and they didn't bring it in returning well, to yeah. it. Oh, that comes back in the next minute, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Save okay, it, save I was it. so confused about that, like, watching the guy. I was like, <laughs> why are we getting these scenes of this guy preparing a drink? Like, what is going on? And then he, like, sniffs the drink. That's tomorrow. That's the that's, next, that's, next that's, minute. Yeah. But instead of... That all that ice chat, we get some fashion chat. They they stand up and get out of their chaise lounges. Yeah, we get this. It's like the verse again of the like dun 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 dun. dun. Mm-hmm. And she's enumerating various Jimmy fancy fancy brands for things that do not need to be coming from fancy brands. I like needless expenses. Pink Prada tote. Pink Prada tote. I feel like isn't okay, that the to- out there. The, but yeah, the, the flip to- flops. And the and, Tiffany hairband. Yeah. Before, specifically before going for a float. And I was looking up Tiffany hairbands because I'm like, is it like, because I think Tiffany glass, but I was like, isn't there like a Tiffany jeweler? And so is it like a hair elastic with diamonds in it? Or. I assume. Ah. Uh, or yeah. I, or is I it thought like it a was headband? like the, the, yeah. I thought it was like a, like a hair tie, but from. From Tiffany, the jewelry company. And I was like, I don't know how that would work. That was my issue. So, but then when I looked up hair, like Tiffany hairbands, it was all headbands kind of thing or like tiara like stuff. And I was like, why okay. would you wear a diamond tiara mm-hmm. in a chlorine pool? Because <laughs> of Sharpay, who's very, very extra. <laughs> I can't really imagine Tiffany like acquiring a lot of elastic. That would be a yeah, weird one. That would be very weird. So I'm glad that's not what it is. What about breakfast at Tiffany's? That's the jeweler. That that's in reference to the jeweler, Tyler. Okay. So honestly, I was just saying words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, breakfast at Tiffany's wouldn't. What would you want that hairband to be made of? String cheese. Omelet. <laughs> Gross. Gross. 
Ew. Uh, onion rings? No. No, no. I don't want hair or uh, food in my hair. Gross. This is so You're greasy. a mom. You don't have a choice. <laughs> I was about to say, I already get that for my children. But they're actually fairly clean eaters. So. They mostly get hair in their, it, or food in their own hair. Yeah. Well, Jam is super sticky, everybody. Jam is so sticky. <laughs> in people's hair, jam's the, the worst. Ugh. Does peanut butter help take it out though, like bubble gum? When you get bubble gum in it your does hair, not. Just it does not. It does not make it any better. No, no. <laughs> but it makes for a good hair sandwich. Our, our daughter once was eating a, I think it was a PB and J sandwich and or a roll with jam or something, and she got so much jam on her fingers, and then ran her fingers through her hair. She's pushing it up off her face. It's like no. I was like, don't touch your hair with your fingers. What she jam. needs is a Tiffany hairband. <laughs> to to keep her hair off of her face when she's eating her peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the pool, so she, mm-hmm. while she's floating, perfect <laughs> <laughs> on a piano. Yeah. What about these reactions from the from the ladies from the sharpettes? Yeah. The, there. You, there you go. <laughs> That's what they're the, called. The, the the first the first blonde one had definitely has the best reaction. Um, she kind of has like the head to the side. I. Strongly disagree. I think Jackie, the middle reaction, is the best because she is like, dear God, this girl is insane. And, <laughs> and she just she gives such a real look. Like Emma's look is over the top and very much matches Sharpay. Like, I also have attitude and think I'm too good for things. But Jackie mm-hmm. is like looks to the side, like like the office looks where you just like look and you've got that glare and you're like, what is going mm-hmm. on? <laughs> it's kind of like this is not what I want, but I have to be here. Yeah. <laughs> this is not what I want. This is not what I planned. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> she's she just is... she's just a couple songs behind. <laughs> yeah. No, they then, are it, good. What was the redhead's reaction? She's just playing with a ball, and Sharpay's real rude to her. She's <laughs> oh, like off right. on her own, and Sharpay's like, "So I can go for a float? No ball for you." <laughs> Wax Pop. it. That's right. That's what it was. Their intense snapping is good too, though. I will say that. Mm-hmm. It is there a term for like the snap where you like are like twisting your wrist, like you're pulling the snap out of something, and I then would... you snap. Is there like a phrase for that kind of action? Is it a certain kind I don't of snap? Know. I'm no choreographer because like it's a thing that's common enough. Is like, it people... named after West Side Story at all? No, because West Side Story is just like normal snapping. That's like snapping with your elbow involved. That's very rigid snapping. This this one's like this is like yeah, it's like grabbing, but you're 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 pulling the snap out of the air. Kestra and I keep doing it as we're trying to describe. Yeah, I'm I'm also doing it too, so it's not just you. (laughs) And like, is it different when you're like pulling it out of the side or pulling it up, like from from below to snap? (laughs) The magic reveal snap. I don't know if there's a name for it. I don't it's think there like is. It's almost like a yo-yo motion that they're doing. Oh yeah, I get the yo-yo thing. A yo-yo Does that snap. Mean we we get call to it a yo-yo snap. It? Yeah, a yo-yo snap. Okay. Yo-yo snap sounds great. I, and, and he's snap. a great cello player. <laughs> there we go. Yo-yo snap. This is about when we cut to that overhead shot of the five yes. of them, which includes the beach balls between them, which which includes questionable lifeguard. Yes. Yeah. So why is he added? Like, so he's he's the fifth edition. Yeah, I think because he's named. Oh. So Javier was named in the in the previous couple minutes. 
okay. as a connection to Sharpay out on the poolside. Like, it's her, the Sharpettes, Ryan and Javier are like her little core group for poolside. So. Did, was there someone else who like appeared next to Javier earlier on yes. in the song? Yes. Yeah, there was like the another serving boy. Yeah, the replacement. So Javier's moving on to other things and he's like, someone new will take care of you and I've trained them how you like everything. And okay. So, and is that the guy that we see putting ice in a glass in the next minute? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't that, have a name. Okay. But he has a job. He has a job. Okay. But so Javier is in a particular position of importance at this point. He's favored. He's not, and he, right. And he's wasting his time throwing balls around. And kicking mm-hmm. his legs off. Like, they all, the, the leg kick, I think, is what... The balls, I don't mind that getting tossed around. That adds dynamics. Mm-hmm. But the leg kicking thing, they look like frogs. I think the... I agree with you that the, the beach ball is actually, like, way more fun and dynamic. Like, and it's, like, being passed between people. Like, adding props is a great way to add energy. Wasn't perfect, though. No. Some of them stumbled. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Harsh. Harsh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just picturing Kenny Ortega on, on, the, on the notion of West Side Story, just, like, as a Jerome Robbins type, like, we have to get it right. We're going to do it 9,000 times until it's perfect. <laughs> I mean, I watched that dance thing, and they spent at least two weeks just prepping for this song. I mean, synchronizing is 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 quite difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the upside, this is like a it's like a smaller group t- that they have to synchronize. It's not yeah. nearly like the level of some of the other numbers that they've done, where it's like forty five people. Like status quo has like ninety people <laughs> in that number. It looks like. Well, even and this we're all like, in this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this one, it's like okay, we got like like six people. Yeah. We can handle that. I mean, it's a five-pointed star, so I guess there's five people that I have to but learn. the whole dance, I think there's probably at least ten people. Sharpay's yeah. secretly in the middle, but we just don't know that yet. <laughs> Good point. Well, no, she's revealed. She's revealed, okay. and she blows a kiss to the camera. She's got a bunch of pink pom-poms around her, which are slowly revealed to be, whoa, it's Sharpay. Mm-hmm. Big surprise. She's the star, the center of everything. I feel like there's like a famous movie that's got like the feather reveal to the person. I'm thinking of Muppets Take Manhattan or not <laughs> Muppet, the Great Muppet Caper. I'm Great Muppet of Caper. Great... Also with the the Busby Berkeley kind of yeah, um, yeah, yeah synchronized swimming thing. I when you said like feathers and reveal, I started thinking of um, White Christmas because they yeah. had like the feather oh, fans. I was thinking that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's just like two fans, and it's not as significant as this, which is like there's like. Five pom poms. I think they use this kind of reveal in several. Oh yeah, I'm sure, films. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> got to oh, be a classic. I just uh, there was one in particular that was hitting my brain, and I was like, "What is it? It's Miss Piggy. That's what it is." In, in the Great Muppet <laughs> Caper. Yeah. And then towards the end of the minute is when we get Ryan's rendition of the chorus, which I think is an improvement. He just, I think his vocals sound better. Hers are definitely auto-tuned, mm-hmm. and she is... The li- lip-syncing's kind of rough on this, at least the first half of this one. Yeah. And this is what it seems like on, on our on our end, but I'm pretty sure that I remember it being kind of off always. Uh, but yeah, like, she... the And the way she's lip-syncing to it, because... Uh, Surprise, you don't actually sing when you record when you're filming. <laughs> what? <laughs> is is very extra and she's moving her mouth in a, a lot. And I think 
Ryan does it more naturally. And mm-hmm. and the way he sings, I think, is also more natural, too. I feel like a lot of her stuff is like she's speaking it a lot of the time, but it's yeah. got mm-hmm. a melody behind it that makes it challenging to yes. reckon. I do have to say, like, for future decom musicals like Descendants, the auto-tuning and the lip-syncing does not significantly improve. Like, nope. <laughs> Descendants has some, some rough stuff. Descendants 2 has some very aggressive auto-tuning. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, and so, like, in this one's like, it actually does feel, like, relatively natural if you've watched Descendants yes. recently. Mm-hmm. Well, and in that res- regards, uh, y- yes, that often auto-tuning and, and lip-syncing can bother this musician here, right here. But... I still enjoy this movie, and I still enjoy Descendants, so... It uh, doesn't, doesn't ruin it. It doesn't ruin it for me. <laughs> I just remember, it's in Descendants 2, the one that really gets me is... There's a moment... I can't remember all the specific details. The prince. Mm. What's the prince's name? It's not Adam. I don't know the ben. prince's name. Ben. Um, it's ben. 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 So Ben has, like, a spoken interlude during one of the songs, mm-hmm. but it's heavily auto-tuned. He's like speaking to Uma, but he's like he's just oh, talking, right. but it's extremely heavily auto-tuned. I was like, why did they do that? That's really rough, guys. Some of the songs are really good, except for the auto-tuning. I like a lot of the songs in, in the Descendants movies, but sometimes the auto-tuning is like, that's a little much. It's that's more a little Kenny much. Ortega. And that one and that one in particular was weird. I was like, I mean, he's really just talking for this like inserted verse. He's not really singing, so you could have just left it. Yeah. But it's like Cool. That one. That one gets me every time. I'm like, ah, no, that one's a bad call. Why bad are call. you speaking right now? <laughs> and I don't think he sings in them in so. general. He, he no. does. Or does he sing the duet? He, I guess he he oh. sings he sings his his love song to her when he's proposing and when he's under mm. the spell and that's a different movie, so we don't need to get okay. into yeah. it. But he, yeah, he we're, sings. Not, we're not on Descendants minute. It is more Kenny Ortega though, so it's related. Yes, yeah, so it's, it it's is related, true. and so. Yeah, over time, it seems like the auto-tuting has increased and the lip-syncing has been maybe less refined or, or less attention has been drawn to it. Oh, I remember the name of his song. It's like, Love is Ridiculous. I feel like they weren't getting the budget on the D- Descendants 2 like they were getting on High School Musical 2, but maybe. True, and they definitely have to spend more budget on like the computer graphics because they do like animated magic mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> in those. Um, and so, like, if the and budget has to go creatures. somewhere, it's going to start going to that stuff. The sets are actually, like, really dope. They're really um, cool. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Descendants movies. I I, I do support that. Um, the bar thing is amazing. That was, it's so good. That was a really good set. It's so good. Anyway, the okay, back to this pool set. Anything else to say about this pool set? I'm trying to recalibrate myself. We don't get, we don't get much piano in this one. So no. I'll save piano talk for next time. Oh, um, another thing. It, I feel like there's enough going on in this one where it's like kind of noticeable. There's like none of the natural sounds of the environment are here, right? Like you don't have any pool sounds. And it's not like one of the times where they're like using the sounds to help contribute to the music. It's like, no, we really just like no pool sounds. We don't want any splashing going on in the background. We don't want the sound of beach balls being passed around because those definitely make noise. Well, I wonder if that gets to the surreal. Like this is a music video. It's mm-hmm. it is so far removed that we don't even get natural sound. Yeah, because I feel like in other songs they definitely like incorporate natural sound, at least like intentionally incorporate it at specific times. 
like, yeah, get your head in the game is really, really good one for that, actually. Yeah, good point. I was thinking of um, the baseball one. Oh, yeah. And this one, they like, they like have baseball sounds. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and they like put some of the noise in it. And it's like, this one's like super, super light in it. And the reason that I thought about it the most was I saw a little video and it was one of the songs where they're like in the kitchen. Spoiler for you, Tyler. And they're like, okay. what would this one sound like if we didn't have the music and the lyrics? And <gasps> I've it, seen that. And yes, it's just like yes, banging yes, yes, on yes. pots and pans and yep. stuff. It's, it's like, so good. this is dumb <laughs> when you don't have the rest of it going on. But yeah, for this one, I was like, oh, but this one like has like absolutely none of that. Like they're not like making the noise in the pool like they normally would. And And I feel like most of the songs are at least like inviting some of that real world sound into the into the music, if not featuring it. Yeah. You're not gonna have like lifeguard whistles in the background though. Like You have sneaker squeaks though and get your head in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like but... the basketball and everything. But but yeah, having something is is better than nothing. But like I guess maybe the water sounds would be like too much, right? Too much splashing yeah. and 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 it would distract from the sex the extraness of this film of this video. Yeah. So so because it's like so heavily non diegetic they also have to remove all the diegetic elements to separate it okay. out even more. Mm. Yes. Yeah. What I want you guys to ruminate on as we transition out of this episode is how extra is this song actually? I was watching it for the first time and I found it a little underwhelming. It didn't feel as fabulous as I was maybe expecting. <laughs> so maybe think about that. Do you guys have anything specific to say about this minute before we transition? I'm okay. I think it's fabulous. I see what you did there. <laughs> Kondra? I'm good. Okay. In that case, Andrew and Kestra, we didn't say where you were from when we started this episode. So why why don't you tell people where they can find you? We are from Disney Animation Minute Essentials, another Movies by Minutes podcast where we're going through Disney animated movies one minute at a time. Wow, you had that perfect. Um, What movie are you guys talking about right now? We're about to start recording uh, 101 Dalmatians. We've been busy with some other stuff for the last couple of months and that's about to wrap up. And so we're going to be recording 101 Dalmatians. Not sure when we'll start releasing it, but we're really, really excited for it. I am also yeah, very that is excited exciting. for this. I've done did a lot of research. Did you guys see Cruella? We yes. did. We really enjoyed Cruella. Loved I did Cruella. Too. I thought it was we thought fun. It was, like surprising, surprisingly <laughs> fun and <laughs> enjoyable. It was like, actually, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But we're not talking about Cruella right now. You're talking about where people can find you on the internet. You have any social media you want to plug? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dizminute, and we have a Facebook group, Disney Anim- Disney uh, Animation Minute, Minute Secret, Secret Essential Listener Society, or Damsels. Oh, Cute. okay, I see. That's adorable. What about us, Condor? Where can people find us? They can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T-GoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler, and we'll catch you next time for more Fabulous with Andrew and Kestra. You can bet on it. <laughs>